Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. And you're listening to Late Night with Lindsay. What is up, guys? Thank you for tuning in to episode nine of Late Night with Denzi. Appreciate y'all. Almost a double digits, and we're going to get there. Just one away. Today's episode is titled Thank You, Bree. This episode originally was my trial episode. We'll call it episode zero. When I had the idea to make a podcast, I just picked up my USB mic that I had took the USB recorder with no script or editing, pressed the record button, and spoke about this situation since it happened like on that specific day. After speaking on it for about half an hour, thought it was amazing, and obviously the rest is history making this podcast, I decided that I wanted to make this episode again, but officially, write a script, think about different perspectives, try to reflect more on it, And now I have more information in different stances since it's been some time since that event happened instead of me talking about it the day that it happened. Because we all sit, understand it more, and move on from it. This episode really is going to be like the other ones. I'm just going to say a story in full and then come back with some points that I want to elaborate more on. I am hiding the person's name, so the person's name is not Brie. So don't go try looking for a Brie because it's not her name. It's not even remotely close. Because I believe it's important to hide this person's name. Since I'm not trying to make them look bad at all. Because what I believe in the end, they didn't do wrong. They were just doing everything out of their own interest. And I just reflected on what happened. And learned a lot about myself through the situations. Especially knowing this person. So let's get to it. I met Bree working at the Home Depot. She was hired as a cashier, and I was a car pusher, so we had some interactions since we were in the same area. When I was not pushing carts or helping a department, like helping them pack out or spotting for a machine, I was just chilling at the front and talking to the person at self-checkout or whatever register was open to kill some downtime, especially late night since that was always the shift. I was not interested at talking to her when I originally met her. She was that new person. I don't talk to new people right away. I just allow them to kind of like develop a little bit. I don't know. It's kind of weird for me. I don't really try to put a lot of energy into new people because they're new and I don't know how to react to them. I don't know their vibe yet. I need to give them like a couple couple weeks, a couple days, however long. I believe that that person needs to start talking to them really. On top of that, um, she was a very attractive person. So everybody in that store was interested in her. They would say, hey, did you see the new girl, Brie? I'm like, yeah, I, I saw her. It's like, what do you think? I was like, what do I have to think? Do I have to think of anything? It's like, yeah, I'm just trying to get at that. I was like, all right, whatever. Those three, four guys, all the three, four guys that normally help in that store said that. And to me, when we have so many people going after you and talking to you, I'm not trying to be that person because you're going to assume I'm like the sixth person trying to get at you and I'm just trying to have a small conversation to kill time. So I wasn't interested in that at all. Just put that to the side. Just had the small talk, you know, saying, hey, hi, how's your day? All right, cool, bye. Two, three seconds, walk out. As work went on, we had more opportunities to talk. Just those random conversations, 9.30 to 10, no one's going to be in that store. So what else do you do? You just talk to your coworkers, pass some time. And that's really how it was for 
few months. We would just chill. Thought she was a good person. Great head over her shoulders from what I could tell after conversations, and that was it. Just really thought she was cool. One evening, though, she came up to me and she said, hey, I had a dream about you. And I was just looked at her confused, saying, okay, all right, well, tell me. She replies with, nah, I can't tell you, it's too taboo. As a side note, and a lot of people, I've realized, are the same, is when you speak something, just finish it. Like, you already put it out there, might as well finish it. And I love it when I start doing that. Like, if I say, oh, I, I thought about this, and I was like, you know what, never mind. And people are like, no, Denzel, like, do it. I, I end up doing it because they catch me in the act or they tell me to do it and I don't want to be a hypocrite in that, right? So she does this. I said, come on, just tell me. It's like, nah, I'm not going to tell you. I'm like, all right, cool. Do you? I try to get this out of her for a week. Like every single day I would see her for about a week, week and a half. I'd be like, so you want to tell me what that dream is? She looks at me dead in the eyes like, nope, can't tell you yet. All right, cool. She finally says, all right, I'm going to tell you it. And it's a funny dream, so just laugh. I'm like, all right, cool. So imagine you're just sitting there, and then boom, you go into a dream, and then boom, you get out of it. I'm like, all right, cool. So what are the what's the contents of the dream? It's like, oh yeah, we were just fucking in the janitor's closet. Me confused as hell. I'm an innocent kid at this point, and I still am to, to a degree. Just shocked. We just both start laughing. I just start joining her. She's like, oh, you don't think that's weird? I'm like, no, it's funny because in the way that you said it, you said boom, boom, like in a in of a picture and then out of that picture I just think that's funny and I just inserted something else in my mind that wasn't that that way I like understood the situation we'll just move on from that but from that point on we made efforts to talk we'd go out of our way like even if if we stopped work I would just sit there for a second talk to her if she went on break I would follow or vice versa we would talk more than usual one night she was in the break room she says Damn, I don't have a ride home tonight. I don't think I have enough money for an Uber either. And I told her, hey, I can take you home. Like, I don't care. Even though it's out the way. Like, I love driving. Let me do it. It's like, all right, I'll think about it. Later that night, she ends up finding a ride. Forgot through who. So she denied it. I'm like, all right, cool. A few days pass. Says the same thing. She's like, damn, I don't have another ride. Like, all right, cool. I can take you home. Thinks about it for a second. Realizes she has no other option. Let's go. I'll pay you gas money. I'm like, don't worry about it. I'll just take you home. Talk for a bit. On the way home, just talking about extra life stuff. The usual. Drop her off and go on about her days. A couple days later, same thing happens. But this time when I take her home, we just park out in front and we start talking for hours. Because at this point, we understood we were both night owls. Like the first time, the reason we didn't want to stay so long and talk because we didn't realize that we would both be up until six in the morning. So the second time, which was this time, we're like, all right, let's let's hang out for the whole night. We drove around for about four or five hours. We went through Red Rock. We sat down, watched the planes land, did everything we could. And literally talked about everything from our position on smoking to politics to life to religion to astrology everything you can just really think about just create a list run it down that's what we did at this point we start texting and talking every day like after this four hour like four or five hour drive for about a month and we would get something to eat or try to get something to eat almost every day if i was off since she didn't have a car obviously since she'd always take ubers to work or find a way to get to work Whenever she was working and I wasn't, she'd be on lunch. I would go pick her up from lunch, would go somewhere to eat, 
take her back, pick her up from work, take her home, that whole thing. And again, this happened for about a month. So at this point, we're a month in. I asked her, hey, where's your life at? To give you a synopsis, when I first started talking to her, she just got out of a, a relationship or what she believed she was getting out of because her boyfriend cheated on her. And I was like, all right, so what state are you in? Are you, do you plan on staying with this person? Do you not? What are the reasons? We went through it. She was kind of like in a very confused state. I was like, all right, you know, do you do you? I won't push any further. I'm not going to pursue you. I'm not going to do anything extra until you get that situation resolved because I got to do my own shit too anyways. This conversation, like that small conversation happened one night when I was taking her home. And the very next morning, like when I wake up, I get a long text message that says, hey, she doesn't feel like herself and she's going to stay committed to the person that she was with because that guy was the only one that understood her pain from her father's death. Her father died about a year and a half, two years ago. Don't quote me on that. So she was still feeling that whole thing since after her father passed, she moved in with her mom and then her mom, the relationship between her and her mom isn't the greatest. And her dad was like her best friend. So changing that dynamic is super hard. Completely understand that. You said you were single. You said you were fine. You said you were you were ready to move on from this person. The very next morning, you're going to tell me the complete opposite. The next time I saw her at work was about a day or two after that text. And it was like we never knew each other. We just said hi and would only communicate work-related things. Work-related things as in if somebody needed help bringing something from the floor up to the front, I would help them out. Or if they needed help taking it to their car or if uh, someone asked her to call me to, so I could spot them, things like that. Other than that, it would just be high and by. That's it. We both quit our jobs, say like a month or so after that. We just had each other on Instagram and never really communicated. On her Instagram story, she would post songs and things. And since she was the one that reintroduced me to music, I would always reply to those songs and be like, hey, like, give me more under this genre or give me more under this artist that you recommend so I can listen to more things but it would just be once in a while like she'll post something and if I decided to reply to it I would reply but for a year or two probably only talked to her once twice so after about two years within Home Depot and that she posted something on her Instagram story about doing tarot readings and I was always interested in doing one since my brother would always explain how great they were my brother would always try to get me to do one with his counselor which is currently my spiritual counselor and I said nah it's like too much money like, I want to do it but let me put money aside and I don't even know if I fully believe in this just give me a second so when she posted on her story I said hey you do tarot readings can you do one let me know how much it is because I've always I have always been interested in it I just want to learn the backside, and then that way you can tell me about it she calls me do the reading and from that point on like after the reading which only took about 30 minutes for her to explain to me what the cards were we have about a five-hour conversation over the phone catching up on our lives about what's going on with her and her job and her like messed up relationship at this point and the same thing happened with me and where I'm at and my messed up situation of the job and at the end of the conversation she gives me a playlist she's like hey like this is what my playlist is and like I just said a few seconds ago how she was the one that introduced me to music she gave me another playlist to listen to I was like all right cool I said, I'm going to hit you up 
tomorrow after I finish it. Next day, Texter said, hey, I finished the whole playlist. It was really dope. I saved about a third of the songs, but the whole playlist in, in general is really good. She says, hey, like I'm glad that you enjoyed it. Hit me up all the time. Don't be a stranger. Hit her up the next day. Didn't respond. Never put more energy into it. Didn't talk for about another year after that. Sometimes I would reach out on her perspective since I knew what she was good at mentally. So I was like, hey, I want your viewpoint on X thing. She would reply to that. And that would be all the communicating we would do. And again, after that whole playlist day and that reading day, I didn't talk to her for about six, seven months. Sent her one thing about her perspective. She replied, didn't talk to her for another five, six months again. Just be very dry conversations. You're just one. I send her a paragraph. She sends me a paragraph. That's it. About three, four months ago, I think looking at it now, it's October 1st. I was about to leave my mom's house to go to my dad's to sleep over. He was getting something done at the doctor's. I needed a designated driver. As I'm about to walk out the door, I get a DM from Bree. It says, hey, I know it's late, but are you busy right now? I say, no, what's up? She replies with, I know this is random as fuck, but I had a dream about you last night. And I've been thinking about you ever since, and I wanted to come and see you. Or if you want to come over to my apartment, I don't know. I just couldn't get you off my mind. I wanted to catch up. I was like, all right, cool. Anything works. We can go out on a drive like the past, or I can go to you. Come over then. And sends me the number since I didn't have her number. I go over to her apartment. So keep in mind, I was leaving around like 10, 10.30. I get to her apartment around 11, 11.30. We talked for about three hours. So this is about 2 a.m. Catching up on life, work, relationship, goals, all these other things. Like like you would do with anybody else you're catching up from a long time. At this point, I'm thinking, okay, I should probably go home, get a few hours of sleep. I have to be at my dad's house for that appointment at 8.30. And I've already lost the opportunity to sleep over since he's asleep. So let me go home, get a couple hours of sleep go to my dad's be refreshed since i still have to go to work and do my own thing that day it's like nah i'm not letting you go and we end up watching a movie and i spend the night during that new day the day where i took my dad to the doctor and i'm at work she texts me again and said hey you want to come over again i said yeah i'm down to i just have to go to the gym right after work so it'd be around one or two in the morning is that okay she first says yeah one or two is perfect like i'm gonna be up on that anyways about an hour later, she says, oh, yeah, I forgot. Got an appointment at like 7, 8 in the morning. Is it cool if we do it tomorrow night instead of tonight? I'm like, all right, cool. So the original day was Friday. Slept over. Woke up on Saturday. Did my whole day Saturday. Realized we couldn't hang out Saturday night. So we're going to hang out Sunday night. That's the weekend so far. All day Sunday, we just text back and forth. And she keeps showing me her excitement about, oh, I can't wait till you come over. I had like a lot of fun on Friday. I can't wait to see you later tonight. Stuff like that. I go over and watch a show for the whole night. I sleep over again. In the morning, we talk about a lot of random stuff. And about ourselves. Like where we are now, what's our next step, what are our goals short term, you know, one to two days, week, month, year, couple years. 
if we like our job, if we don't, do we still feel pain from events that happened recently? Have we grown to be the people that we wanted to? Or how are we going to get to that point? Stuff like that. I leave around 2 p.m. to run errands again. And I go to the gym since at this point I'm still with my trainer. So I had an appointment. And we don't text from when I leave her place until after I get out the gym. Right after I get out the gym, I send her a text message saying, hey, have you been productive today? Right before I left her place, I said, hey, I'm going to text you later to make sure you're being productive. So that was that message. That's why I said that. Like, have you been productive today? No response. From here, I'm thinking, all right, cool. She's either busy, she's sleeping, or she's ghosting me again. I don't know why something in my chest just said, I, she's been giving me all this energy, especially all day yesterday. She gave me all this energy, replied almost instantly. It's been three hours. I haven't seen anything. I'm like, all right, whatever. I go to sleep early to my standards around 11 o'clock since I'm so tired. And I wake up at four in the morning. At four in the morning, I look at my phone and I see a text from her. Open it up. It's a long paragraph. I'm thinking, ah, damn, here we go again. The message to sum it up, since I don't have the receipts, says that she realized through our conversations that she was not happy and was hurting. She only had time to dedicate to herself and nobody else. She doesn't want to hurt anymore. And is going to be by herself because that's the only way she'll be able to heal. I respond saying, hey, I understand that you have to take time to yourself. And I acknowledge to her that that's powerful to identify, like being self-aware. I will always be there for you if you need help. And I also told her that I realized when I was hurting, I started to heal more when I started talking to other people, such as my brother or some of my friends. So I could really understand what I was saying since I was saying it out loud. And I could hear the ideas of the other person. And that helped me a lot. Again, the thing that I always say or the quote that I always say is you can move fast alone but farther together. So at the beginning stages, when I believe when it comes to hurting, you need to be by yourself. You need to understand why you are hurt. And that's how you heal through that fast phase. But then when you start communicating to people, that's where you can fully grow out of it since you're healing together. After I send that paragraph, so it's one paragraph from her, one paragraph from me. I haven't spoken to her since. Keep in mind the timeline again. She hits me up Friday night. I go over Friday night, wake up at her place Saturday morning, go on throughout my day, texting all day, until Sunday night when I go over to her place, sleep over again, leave Monday afternoon, Go through Monday not speaking, send her a message Monday evening, Monday night, receive a text message Tuesday morning. So it's a weekend that this whole thing happened. At this point, when I get this message, I'm thinking, damn, she goes to me again, right? And I'm thinking, why? Like, I understand that you're hurting and you do your own thing, but I've, since day one, I've always wanted to be your friend. I'm thinking, you have a great head over your shoulders. You have very unique perspectives on the world that I believe not many people have and should have. And I just valued her a lot. Another thing that I valued who I valued her for 
when she was the one that reintroduced me to music. When I got kicked out of my mom's house and I was in my aunt's, I downloaded Spotify since I didn't have anything to do the YouTube to MP3 on the laptop that we used to do it on. So I was like, all right, let me download Spotify and pay this $10 a month now that I have a job and can afford it so I can listen to music. So that music, the music during that time helped me a lot. And then through that 2016 to like that 2019 period, I stopped listening to music and discovering new music. So when I met her, she was the one that was reintroducing me to music again. And I realized how much I love music and it got me out of so many situations and made me feel happy instantly if it was the right song. So I put that on her, if that makes sense. Like I, you know, when someone gives you a gift and you attach that gift to that person, I originally attached music to her. I, I think that's why I put so much weight on her. Don't, again, we'll get a little bit into this, a little more into this later. But I start to overthink everything. And I, it goes from like my ego to is there something wrong with me? Was I too passive? Was I always an asshole? I just start putting all of these things on top of me. And at the same time, I try to see it from her point of view since she's the per- person that's hurting. Right? I have to put it in, have to step in her, her shoes. And I started thinking, okay, when I was hurt, what did I do? Why did I think I was doing it? So on and so forth. A couple days after the situation, I found something that made me, we'll say, close the chapter on the situation. Since I would always overthink every day for about these three, four days. And this thing said, it was a TikTok, and it said, I'm the type of person that wants to help everyone, and I'm there for everyone when they need it. But when I hurt, I keep everything to myself and shut down because I don't want to put my weight on anyone and feel like a burden. When I heard that, I was like, damn, first of all, I do that. So then I started thinking, does this person do it as well? Thinking about who she was and what she's told me is like, yeah, it makes sense that this is how she operates. And if I operate like that, too, I can think why I do it and then just apply it to her so I can find some sense of understanding. Another side point is whenever trying to understand a certain situation or try to get through something, the only person that needs to understand is you. Something could make no sense, but if it makes your mind rest easy, that's all that matters. I know a lot of people say that there's a reason to everything. And the reason that they pick for, we'll say, X person that was in their life that's now gone is this. And it doesn't really make sense to you, but for them it makes sense. And they close on the situation and they don't care about that person that left anymore. That doesn't matter. So to me, that's what I used that thing that I saw on TikTok for. Right? I told this story to my coworker a couple of days when I was taking him home. And he had a couple of interesting po- points. This guy, he's your stereotypical frat boy, we'll say. And him being a super aggressive male, which is someone I, I'm not, right? I'm very passive. He said, yo, you're, you're way too passive. When a girl tells you to sleep over, especially multiple times, that's an instant sign. And when you find an 11 out of 10, you got to secure it. Again, I've always been passive. 
I've always failed to read signs in the past. And that's just how I was raised. I didn't know how to speak to women. I didn't want to disrespect them in any way. So I, I, I didn't know what to do. Who knows? Maybe I just fucked up in that situation if you're looking at, at it from his perspective. Because there's a million and a half ways to look at it. One of the examples that I gave to myself of not like wanting to be disrespectful to him when I told him that, it says, I, I, since I'm a people pleaser, I don't like making people feel uncomfortable. So if I approach a woman in a wrong way and they feel offended or they don't like it, I feel like I'm putting them in an uncomfortable posi position. So I don't like to even create the situation on its own, which I know is very bad on my part, especially after speaking about it to this guy. And it's like, all right, cool. So what do I do, right? What could I have done on my end? Or would have the same or would the same thing happen regardless of what I've done or what I did? That's something I want to ask you guys, especially on the woman's side or the guy's side, right? Because every girl is going to want to be approached differently. Some people like more aggressive guys, some guys like more passive, right? On the guy side, because of a masculine energy or us wanting to be guys, we are often too aggressive. Some people say there's a happy medium. Me, I'm more on the really passive side. So is it good to be passive? Who knows? To one girl you ask, being passive is terrible. To another girl you ask, being passive is amazing. You can flip that to a woman. For a woman, they can be passive, which is you know your social stereotype, and that's totally fine. But also, in my opinion, a lot of guys like women that are aggressive and say, hey, I want you. Let me talk to you. I'm going to pursue you. For me, it gives me something to grab onto because then I don't feel like I'm disrespecting them since I'm like, okay, now you've already told me from the jump you're interested. So now I can put more energy into it without making it seem disrespectful in my eyes. Another thing that it had me question was my ego. I believe that being confident is one thing and having an ego is another and there's a line. And this line is different for every person as well. We all need to have that confidence but also be humble and not portray it really negatively. And we know the people that have that ego that push it you know, too far. Something along those lines can be like, I can say I'm, attract I'm an attractive guy, but I know I'm not the most attractive guy out there, right? I'm good at my job, but I'll use it as if I'm above everybody else and make it seem like I'm the boss. So there's like a, a line between there. So when this happened, I was thinking, damn, my ego shot. I felt like I was rejected as if I wasn't good enough because I didn't even get a response back. But as I said in the past, we can't always get the closure or the response that we want in the end. Another thing that I heard said, you can be the sweetest peach on the tree, but that person might not just like peaches. After hearing that line again, I was like, damn, there's nothing I can do about it. Just got to keep moving on, keep doing my own thing. At the end of the day, everything happens for a reason. And people come and go in your life to show you something. And I have to identify what that is and understand the lessons from it. For me, I took it as a sign showing that being in a relationship is nice at this moment, but I definitely wasn't ready, ready for one. And I needed to focus on myself. Knowing who I am, I would have dedicated more time to her 
than other important things that I already told myself I would focus on, such as the gym, such as building a better relationship with my parents, eating healthier, the list can go on and on. And once I am committed to a relationship, I take 110% of my energy and put it into that. She would have hit me up saying, hey, if we ended up getting to that point, she's like, hey, it's 11 o'clock, let's hang out, watch a movie. Even though it would be a gym day, would I go to the gym or would I go and see her? Who knows? Because that never happened, it was easier to dedicate time to the gym, and now I realize that it's better overall. And since then, I have realized I'm not in the state to be in a relationship. I have so many toxic qualities I need to fix. As I just said, I need to focus more on my health, and that alone takes so much time out of my day, which I didn't realize it, it would. Going to the gym for two, two and a half hours, and plus the transportation time to get to and from the gym, top of eating and sometimes cooking, it just takes a lot within a day, for sure. At the end of the day, all I have to say is thank you, Brie. I may have not liked many things you've done, but you showed me the lessons I needed to learn at the times that I've spoken with you. Showing that I am hurt, showing that my ego is there and I should be able to control it more and being passive is okay, being myself is okay, loving music again in order to find myself is necessary and I shouldn't be able to get too attached too fast. The list can go on and on. This person, I put so much value into them because of how much they showed me and hopefully they can find that value within themselves. I always feared in a lot of things that you can probably like or love someone more than they love themselves. And maybe that's something she understood. Who knows? Again, another reason that I'm just throwing out there that could be a possibility. I always wanted to just be her friend in the end. I don't know if she felt it the same way as if she needed to be in a relationship with me or not at all. As in like she couldn't have me there just as a friend which was something as I said was the goal from the beginning since I always thought she had a great head over her shoulders I just wish her the best and hopefully she can heal I know through all of the pain that I've gone through I've healed and I've become the best version of myself that I am to, to this day and I will just keep moving forward with the lessons that I've learned from this person to become a better man. Thank you very much for listening tonight. And I hope you'll have a great one.